0: Hello and welcome ladies and gentlemen to yet another episode of Atox Mics. Well, today's episode is not going to be a long episode because today's episode is going to discuss an issue which has been raised on several forums, which has been raised on several voice acting forums and several voiceover channels. In fact, this issue was raised on my server as well. Me and one of my friends who shall remain unnamed because I have a no-names policy, were discussing this the other day that does it impact a lot if you don't point the microphone directly in front of your mouth and you use the 45-degree angle technique of using the microphone. So, varied opinions. Varied opinions come forth. And some people say that, yeah, they lose some kind of gain, they lose some kind of frequencies. The others say that, hey, if you stay in the polar pattern of the microphone, it can really be helpful to avoid those plosives, so today's testing is going to be all about that. You know, everybody just suggests that to avoid plosives, you just put on windscreens and, or you just have to point the microphone to just an angle to your mouth. And but people do feel, you know, that when you point the microphone to the corner of your mouth, it does necessarily lose some of those, uh, some of that punch, some of that volume. I would say. Now that is not exactly a myth, I believe. You do lose some kind of signal strength when you speak with the microphone being pointed at the corner of your mouth and everything. So I decided to test it out with a microphone that I really love, to be honest, today. So for this testing, I would probably be including two microphones in this particular episode of ATOX Mics. First up, we're going to use a dynamic microphone which is one of my favorite dynamic microphones. It's a broadcast dynamic microphone and it's the Rode Procaster. So first up, we're going to use the Procaster and then we're going to hook up a condenser microphone. Now, right now, what you're listening to is the Rode Procaster with the microphone being pointed at the corner of my mouse. I'm connected to my M-Audio Air 192.4 as always. And this is how the microphone is being sounded. Do you feel there is a reduction in the volume, or is it a reduction in the punchiness of my voice, or there are, there's a reduction in some of the some of the selected frequencies of this recording? Let me know if you do. I personally believe that if you point the microphone to the corner of your mouth and you still stay within that cardioid range or the supercardioid range or the hypercardioid range of the microphone's pickup pattern, you will probably won't lose much volume or much punch. But some people believe otherwise. They feel that, you know, pointing the microphone right straight up to one's mouth offers a better sound signature, offers a better sound quality. So why did I decide to include two microphones in this comparison today? Well, I wanted to compare both kinds of microphones in this particular scenario. I wanted to compare both of these microphones and then receiver myself also. That is, is there a big difference? Are we missing out on anything? So here is the Rode Pro Caster connected to the Audio Air 192.4, gain set at 90%. I'm easily hitting minus 15, minus 12 microphone pointed 45 degrees to the corner of my mouth and this is how it's been sounding. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what I've done is I've pointed the microphone directly to, pointed my mouth basically directly in front of the microphone and this is how it's sounding. You probably would catch some plosives but I'm trying my best to employ my technique and this is how the Procaster is sounding. Is there a difference? I believe there can be a difference because I'm not monitoring these days. I'm having some ear problems, so I'm not using monitoring. But do you feel that there is a difference i believe there can be a difference how subtle that difference is we have to see so this is a dynamic microphone it's a broadcast dynamic microphone a great broadcast dynamic microphone i use this microphone like all the time all the time and it is one of my favorite microphones especially when i'm a guest on a particular podcast i just use this microphone up front and that's all i need so here is the procaster pointed directly towards my mouth i'm speaking into it I am, by the way, not using a pop filter or a windscreen or a plosive guard or whatever might you call it. I'm not using any of those guys. So here is the Procaster with the microphone being pointed right in front of my mouth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to switch microphones and I have Switch to a condenser microphone now. Well, why am I doing this dynamic and condenser comparison in this one particular episode, which is gonna be a small episode and not a huge one? Because this is a topic that comes up in a lot of voiceover forums. And a few days ago, it came up in my server as well. One of my friends told me that, you know, there is some difference that he observes, well, while pointing the microphone at the corner of his mouth and then listening to the tonality of the microphone, when compared to the microphone being pointed directly at his mouth. I also agree to the extent that there is some kind of punch, some volume, some kind of levels that you lose when you point the microphone to the corner of your mouth. Just a bit of them. They are not very obnoxious. So currently I am using the Lewitt LCT 440 Pure, it's a condenser microphone, one inch large diaphragm from Lewitt. It's a fantastic sounding microphone, let me tell you that. And I have pointed this microphone to the corner of my mouth right now. The microphone is five inches away from my mouse. I am still connected to my M-Audio Air 192.4. The gain is set at 50% and this is how the microphone is sounding. Now, you have to observe the differences. You do have to observe the differences. So this is the microphone being pointed at the corner of my mouse. This is how it's sounding now let's switch positions and now the microphone is pointed directly to my mouth and i am not using any pop filters windscreens or pop guards whatever fancy names you might like to give them for this comparison because there's one pertinent issue that you come across when you use a microphone pointed directly at your mouth is that plosives tend to get in to your recordings and if you're not monitoring yourself which i'm not right now you will probably it'll go unnoticed and then it will be an issue for you guys. So do you feel there is a change in the levels? Let me tell you something. On the meters, I don't observe a change. I was hitting minus 15, minus 12. I'm still hitting minus 15, minus 12. The microphone is still pointed directly in front of my mouth. And this is how it's been sounding. I don't feel there is a huge difference, but uh, I would definitely tell you the difference when I listen it back in the conclusion section of this podcast episode. And when I do that, I would let you know about it. Right, so conclusion time. Well, I heard both of these recordings back when I was editing this to put this together. By the way, none of the clips recorded in this podcast episode today would be processed. It'll be completely raw and unprocessed so you get a real picture of how it actually sounds while you use both of these microphones. I reached an interesting conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, which I would like to share with you guys. Well, my conclusion is that the drop-offs on dynamic microphones are so huge sometimes, like the Procaster has huge drop-offs. Right now, I'm speaking into the Procaster. You might well know that by now. The microphone is still pointed at the corner of my mouth and this is how the microphone has been sounding. Now, when I keep on speaking, 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 and then just move to the side of this microphone, can you hear the drop-off? The drop-off on this microphone is huge. So this is the characteristic of a dynamic microphone. And this case doesn't apply to a condenser microphone because condenser microphones are supposed to pick up the full frequency range and they have a lot more sensitivity than a dynamic microphone. So in my testing, what I observed today was that when I pointed the Procaster to the corner of my mouth and then I brought it to to the front of my mouth, which I'm doing right now, you could hear that there is there is kind of a difference you know so i observed that the fullness increases the volume level increases slightly very slightly you know if you if somebody doesn't tell you that i'm now i'm using the microphone pointed at directly at my mouth you probably won't even notice but the difference is there now i have pointed the microphone again to the corner of my mouth and i'm speaking into it again well the difference basically pertains to the fact that this is a dynamic microphone and the drop-offs on dynamics are far more, uh, what should I say, animated right, when compared to a condenser microphone due to high sensitivity of the condenser microphones. So my observation, my conclusion was that when I switched the angles on the Lewitt, there wasn't much of a difference to be observed. But when I switched the angles on the Procaster, I did feel that there was a bit more punch, in the or sound while it was being pointed directly at my mouth, rather than it being pointed at the corner of my mouth. Now, speaking for voiceover purposes, usually for voiceover purposes, people do use condenser microphones most of the time, especially the professional voiceover community has made it a point to, you know, let everybody know that, hey, you need a condenser microphone if you're going to do some voiceovers, especially professional voiceovers. Fair enough, but people still use dynamic microphones for some of their voiceovers, and they work pretty fine. So if you're using a dynamic microphone, what you really need to do is to ensure that while you're punching the microphone at the corner of your mouth, the microphone and you both, basically you stay in the polar pattern of the microphone. That is the paramount thing that you need to do. If you have a cardioid polar pattern microphone like this one I'm using right now, you need to stay in that cardioid range to avoid drop offs or to avoid missing out on some frequencies or to avoid losing your gain or something. So you need to be very careful about the polar pattern. Condenser microphones on the other hand are pretty forgiving in this department. You would, you can just move a bit around the condenser microphone and until and unless you don't get out of the polar pattern, which is usually cardioid or super cardioid on some of them, you would be fine. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope this episode would have done some good to you. It would have helped you in some ways. And I thought I would make this small kind of an episode for you guys today just to clarify this point just to test this point myself and what fun it was it was amazing i hope all of you are taking great care of yourselves and i shall see you pretty soon in the next episode of atox mics until then take care stay safe stay happy